motivation is bullshit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Motivation is only about 5% of your journey. What is the other 95% you say? It is going to be the habits, the consistency, and the dedication that you put in to make sustainable changes. While I'm like you, I'm human, and sometimes I need a little motivation in my life, I know that by creating sustainable habits, I'm going to be getting a lot farther. In this episode, we're going to be talking about those sustainable habits. We're going to be talking about where to choose a jumping off point and how to keep those habits going, how to keep the ball rolling and how to stay consistent. This was a lot of fun. There's a lot of good info, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode of RL Talks. Hello, guys. Welcome back to our sixth episode. Um, it's just Mike and I here today. We are back at it to sit and chat your guys' ear off for the next hour. Thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to get specific on habit building. We talk about this a lot, but I really wanted to spend a whole episode on what that even means. So that's the game plan for today. Yeah, it's one of the things we really talk about with our clients and on social media is building habits. Now, if you guys have tried any sort of fad diet or like quick fix 30, 60, 90 day trainer, um, you know that it's not really about habit building. It's just about achieving a goal in that 90 day time frame. And while that is good like it does help you see results it's not sustainable long term and i know there's a lot of people out here that have done those 90 day challenges and maybe saw results and then after that just completely dropped off the map or saw a regression in their results and we're here to talk about how to make those to make that progress stick absolutely like i started my entire journey on a 90 day challenge i did end up staying with a coach after that. But my biggest takeaway wasn't the meal plan and the workout plan. My biggest takeaway was all the things that I learned along the way. So we want to shine light on that for you guys. We want to bring our experience to you. And instead of you having to like fumble your way through it and figure out how to get there, we're going to give you some little tips and tricks that, that made it sustainable for us and what we've continued to do to see the results that we want and to be successful. And the biggest thing about this, the biggest thing that we are going to touch upon, and it's our very first point, is we need to do away with the all or nothing mentality. This is, I don't know why it is such a struggle for so many of us, because I feel this too. I am 100% victim of this. And I think it really comes from the fact that we live in a society where things happen fast and they happen hard. Why are you laughing right now? Channeling your inner Tom Reardon. We live in a society. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Um, Hashtag coach Tom Reardon. <laughs> oh my goodness. But um, but yeah, like I know for myself and I know for so many other people, um, we want to do everything at one time and, and take on everything all at once. And we really try and highlight this, like especially on the Instagram and um. I don't, I don't know why we're like this. I don't know why we, we, we have no patience. I guess that's really what it is. We have no patience to trust the process. You hear these things all the time, like trust the process, slow and steady wins the race, um, all of these things. And yet it's still so hard for us to, to, to accept. Uh, Again, we live in a society, but everything around us is almost instantaneous, right? And that's what makes it so easy to indulge or go balls deep into this all or nothing mentality because everything is instantaneous. You pull out your phone, you can Google literally anything. You have the world's knowledge at your fingertips. You can order food and it'll be at your door in 30 minutes or less. You 
you can, can use your bank card. Yeah. All you do is tap nowadays. All you do is tap. You look at a TikTok and at most they're a minute long because everything is instantaneous. So it becomes easy to get locked in this convoluted web or locked in this all or nothing mentality because everything is so instantaneous. So that's why if I can look at my phone and the results of what I search up are instant, well, why can't my results be instant? Yo, preach. So how do we overcome this? First of all, um, you go to therapy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're not broken. We just we just need a little extra help every now and again, okay? No, but actually, this is a conversation that I did have with my therapist recently. And she was like, Kat, like, what are you doing? And it's funny because I tell her, like, I was talking to her about coaching my clients and, and how I, I'm struggling with this and I'm trying to do everything all at once. And um, I'm trying to teach my clients not to be all or nothing. And she looks at me and she's like, like literally the look on her face was bitch, please. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you know what? Let's talk about something else. But <laughs> so how can we break this down? How can we ease out of being all or nothing because again you can't just snap out of it that's an all or nothing mentality you have to ease out of it and you have to ease yourself out of those thought processes and all of those other things that you've been doing to get results right away so where do we like when you think of things that you do all or nothing like where do you stand with that shit so going back to what episode two was it when Y'all decided you wanted to know part of my life. Like, <laughs> oh, this is a perfect example. Yeah. Like, I was definitely the all or nothing. Like, it was either everything or I gave up, you mm. know? Like, um, when it came to losing weight, it was like, I want to be, you know, sub 15% body fat and under 175 pounds, and I want it now. And I busted my ass for that. Like, I nearly killed myself for that. And sure, I got to where I wanted to be. I got to that body fat percentage. I got to that weight. But I looked like shit and I felt like shit. Yeah, you you took on every single new thing that you needed to do to be successful all at once. And we see this all the time with people when it comes to you take on a new workout plan. You, you start tracking your macros. Um you do it all at once. You change your nutrition and your fitness and literally everything else around it all at one time. So the point that I'm getting to is do one thing at a time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that it's going to take you longer. But if you want to be able to be sustainable, we have to incorporate these things seamlessly into your life. If there is, there's going to be resistance. Of course, there's going to be resistance when it comes to changing things in your life but if you overwhelm yourself with changing everything that you have been doing up until this point in your life and you try and change it all at once it might work for a short bit but eventually that burnout is going to be present so um cat is way more gentle than that i'm not sorry if it takes a while like and i'm gonna sound like a raging douchebag at this um but i'm not sorry if that if those results take you a long time to get because there are lessons learned there and there's important things to acknowledge and discover along the way. And if you take this opportunity to take on that journey and start accumulating those habits and building slow but attainable results, trust me, you will absolutely be thankful in the long run. Yeah. And allow yourself to acknowledge those little results that come along the way. Uh, we've talked about it before. Like you have like your your big goal at the end and then you have to figure out your smaller goals along the way. But every single win that you come across is a fucking win. Mic drop. Episode over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but allow yourself to have those wins a lot. Like allow yourself to have that. Um, and also allow yourself to have time to get there. If you think that anything that you implement in your life, any change that you are trying to do, if you think that you can do it overnight, I'm so sorry, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to stay. So first things first, allow yourself to have time. Followed by give yourself the wins. Like literally 
give it to yourself. Gift yourself those wins. Even if you're like, even if you feel all this resistance towards it, you're like, oh, it wasn't good enough. Like it wasn't a hundred percent. I'm fuck you. You did it. You did something that you didn't do before. And that is a win. God, you're sounding like me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, and, and this leads like, then you can almost give this, like, if you need like this, like quote for yourself, like it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to get done. Your workouts don't have to be perfect. You just have to get them done. You, your meals don't have to be perfect. They don't have to tick every single box as long as you get that food in. Sorry, going back to what you said there is in in the sense that like, don't put, you know, a limitation or like a time limitation on this. Like, yeah, say you want to lose 100 pounds or say you want to gain 20, 30 pounds. Don't automatically tell yourself, I want to lose these 100 pounds or I want to gain these 20, 30 pounds in 60 days, 90 days. Because you're either going to, again, go all in and realize like this shit's not sustainable or you're going to feel demoralized and say, you know what? I fucked up. I'm not going to do this anymore. What you said there is a big, like it's such a small nugget, but I want to highlight it so much because putting this hard, fast set time frame on your health and wellness it could go very much either way. And you want to be very, very cautious with that. You want to be very careful with that because again, like I said, it's either you're either going to go all in, which is we're trying to stray you from, or you're going to give up hope. And that's, that's not what we want. Yeah. Setting yourself up for failure by giving yourself these like hard set lines. Don't get me wrong. There are certain things that you can set a hard, fast line to. Like if you, I don't know, like, There are things that you can measure in a short period of time and there are little things that you can achieve in a week or in two weeks or in three months, six months, whatever. But be realistic about what what you're aiming towards. Um, But yeah, flipping back to perfect over or complete over perfect. Just just do the damn thing. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can work towards perfection. And as these things get more seamless into your day, like eventually you'll wake up one day and you'll be like, yo, I've like, I've crushed running 5k. Like I have nailed my 5k. But for every single run that you did before that, it wasn't perfect, but you did it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I got distracted. It's okay. Per. Perfection is not what we're after here. Perfection, perfection is, oh, I don't want to sound like a dickhead here, but like. What? You sounding like a dickhead on this podcast? What? What? Perfection, perfection almost seems like impossible. It's impossible to be perfect. Let's be realistic about something. It's impossible to be perfect. It's not impossible to work your ass off, to do things, you know, right, but expect that there's going to be some missteps along the way. There's going to be sometimes you fumble the ball, but it's recognizing that those fumbles, those missteps are okay. You're human. You're not designed to be perfect. I, I call this chaos. Like I, I call it, I tell people all the time, like there is always going to be chaos. It's, you can have everything planned out to perfection and something's going to happen. Maybe you have your whole week planned out and then boom, you get the vid and everything goes sideways. Like just, just know that it's not going to be perfect all the time. Whatever you're working towards, whatever your goals are, whatever you do have planned out. Sure. It'll go great most of the time, but something is always going to come up and just, just allow that. Just know that. And you can also like kind of premeditate it like you if if there is if you're having a busy week like if you know this week is going to be chaotic don't set yourself up for failure by like trying to cram all of this shit into it and then by the end of it you're not successful um you're overwhelmed you're feeling defeated like if you know that there's the potential for everything to get derailed 
that's okay. Like, I'll, I'll, if, if that means changing your workouts for that week, if that means um, adjusting your game plan for eating this week, fit that in. That's a win. Again, complete, not perfect. Yeah. If you have a, if you have a to-do list of 10 things this week, but you know your week is going to be absolute hot garbage, you know, for the parents out there, you know, your kids are going to be home. Um, your work schedule is crazy. If you have those 10 things on your to-do list, we would rather you do one thing great versus 10 things half-assed. Mm-hmm. And that should go for like basically everything in life. Like it's better to do one thing great to the best of your abilities because that's the one thing you can absolutely check off your list versus 10 things that you do, you leave half done. Yeah. And if that means like to kind of segue with that, like if your goal is to just get all of these things done, like going back to the complete, not perfect. Like if, if these are non-negotiables in your day, like just getting them done, if that's just the win, then take it as the win. And if like, it's not exactly how it needs to be. That's, that's okay. Here's a prime example of this actually. So we have this light that I've wanted to hang in our house for weeks at this point. <laughs> and I've wanted to hang it up in the, in this corner so that I can read on the couch. And, but I didn't want to put it up until it was painted. And the other day, Mike and I were cleaning and it's been sitting on the table, sitting on the table. And so we were cleaning. We had some guests coming over and I was like, I need to get this thing out of the way, but I don't want to put it away and then forget about it. Like this is a task that I want to get done. And Mike was like, well, why don't we just put it up? It's not, it's, it'll be out of the way. It's going to be useful and we can just come back to painting it. And I literally, this moment for me was like, it, my initial thought was like, no, 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 it's got to be perfect before we can put it up. Like, it's got to be painted. Otherwise, it'll just like look ugly. And then I was like, or I can just hang it, get the fixture like hung up on the wall, get it out of the way, be able to use the light and come back to painting it. It's done. It's out of the way. It's not painted. But it's like, to me, that was just like, that was complete, not perfect. Yeah. So. Give yourself those moments. But let's get specific on how to incorporate these habits into your day. So we've talked a lot about like allowing yourself time, acknowledging that sometimes it just has to get done. It doesn't always have to be perfect. Um, But let's like, how do you actually incorporate a habit into your life? First things first, if you have not read Atomic Habits, go and do it. You have not read Atomic Habits, Michael. Go and do it. You're right, because I just trust in you to just plan out my day because... <laughs> oh, yeah, you actually don't have any control. It's funny. like So for those of you guys who don't necessarily know us that well, I am very much... I don't want to say head in the clouds, but I'm head in the clouds. <laughs> I just go with the flow. I just kind of let life dictate where to take me. And then Kat's the planner. She plans, if she could plan down to the second of a 24-hour day, she probably would. But I'm trying to get better at this because that's all or nothing. And 100%. And, like, I'm also trying to get better at actually planning my life out. Like, <laughs> it's a work in progress. It's complete. It's not perfect. Yeah. Good, good call. Good yeah. Call that, Coach see, Mike. plug, plug, plug. <laughs> okay. So... You have decided that you are going to do a grand overhaul. You've decided that you have a goal. First things first, decide what your goal and your purpose is. Whether it's a specific number on the scale, whether it's a specific number in the gym, whether it's just like overall feeling better. Like maybe this is a mental health thing for you. Like maybe you're like, I need to start incorporating things that ground me and that make me happy and that I do for myself. Whatever it looks like in any aspect, figure out what your goal is. Okay? Then you break it down. You break down the steps that are going to lead you to that. And this is where you have to get very specific on this. So we'll use nutrition, for instance. Like, So you want to um, make meals at home. You want to stop eating out as much. That's your That's your big goal. 
So your little goals along the way are up for you to decide, but here's some examples. So in order to make your meals at home versus eating out all the time, first of all, establish how many meals you want to make at home versus just, I'm going to cook at home. It's not realistic. We live in a world where ordering food in all the time is easy. So don't go all or nothing in the, I have to cook every single meal at home. Start easy. So say you want to cook five meals at home this week. Okay. How are you going to do that? So you're going to need groceries. You're going to need time. You're going to have to figure out what you want to eat. These are some things that you have to think about. So then start to incorporate these things. So if, um, even if you just want to start with grocery shopping. So, and this was actually really surprising to me. I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but how many people struggle with simply grocery shopping and having that consistent in their in their routine was very surprising to me. I think we we touched upon it um kind of like during the wellness 101 episode we kind of talked about how how much of a barrier grocery shopping actually is for people and like in retrospect I can be like oh it shouldn't be that much of a problem but like in actuality I'm like oh shit no like I, I can see where the roadblocks come from with grocery shopping. It is, it is, let's be real. It's overwhelming. Absolutely. Especially prices and choices, like. And time. And it's time, a time and thing. T- time thing. Like, it, it can be super overwhelming. And I don't fault anybody for being, like, scared or kind of have some apprehension towards mm-hmm. grocery shopping. I absolutely do not fault them. I think it's actually quite unnecessary, but also a pretty daunting task, depending on where your mindset is. And again, like food is so accessible and like easy for us to get like by ordering it. Yeah, it's like, it's a, it's, I get it. I totally get it. But okay, so back to it. So you, you figured out that like you got to figure out when to grocery shop, grocery shop. Okay, so now you have to figure out meal planning. So all of these things are a part of the process. So just pick one thing to start with. Just one thing. That's all you got to do. And if that is grocery shopping... Look at the calendar and schedule in when you are going to go grocery shopping. That's all you got to do. That's step one. Just get comfortable with having grocery shopping in your schedule, in your day, not necessarily your day-to-day life, but just even if the habit is grocery shopping, then for one week, two weeks, three weeks, just scheduling in grocery shopping is your only goal. Once that becomes seamless, once you start noticing like you don't even feel as much resistance towards it, then you can snowball on it. Then you can start to build on it. Then maybe the next step is is meal prepping or or whatever that looks like. But break it down and fit it seamlessly into your life. Because for me, like grocery shopping really is a habit for us. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's not a prime example for everybody else. Like maybe we need to talk about reading a book daily figure out when you can fit that into your life how long you want to do it for and how are you going to keep yourself accountable to this goal if daily reading is your goal what do you set an alarm at a sa- at the same time every day i'm going to read for 15 minutes every day you set an alarm for 5:45 from 5:45 till 6 o'clock Your alarm goes off, you sit down, you read. And just once you get one habit built in and and you're not having all this resistance towards it, that's when you add the next step. You can't add five new things into your life and expect it to go and just fit. And this is why, too, you don't want to just do things on a whim. Like, yeah, you maybe you could pick up a book when you have five minutes free to yourself and you want to read a couple pages, but... When it comes to building habits, you just don't want to do things on a whim. Prime example is with exercise or um, grocery shopping. You don't want to do things on a whim because it's not going to go well. You know, like there could be, you could get sidetracked a million different times and you don't have one focus. When you have things planned ahead of time, at least there's a focus for what that day or what that appointment is going to look like. I don't just go to my family doctor, pat him on the back and be like, sup doc. Like I'm here to talk about some shit. Like I actually have to have a reason why I'm going Mm -hmm. (laughs) right. 
which is why you don't you don't just hop in your car go to the grocery store just for shits and giggles well i do but anyways well <laughs> sorry that's because you want snacks oh that's right i do have a plan <laughs> snacks are always the plan yeah but when it comes to overhauling your life and creating the or achieving these grand goals create that plan don't just don't just do things for shits and giggles be deliberate is what i'm trying to say yeah for sure and i think people underestimate too like all of the little habits that actually go into being successful when it comes to like your wellness journey people just assume it's eating healthy and working out but oh it's way more than that (laughs) yeah and we've talked about things like the other things that go along with it too like drinking your water and getting enough sleep and focusing on your mental health like and even those on its own are so broad and so big and there's so many things that come into it so just know that like if you are serious about taking control of your wellness it is not just eat and work out it's all of these little things that you have to incorporate into your day as well so once you have successfully gotten to the point where you feel like you've been able to incorporate whatever your habit is then bring in the next one don't forget about your first one you still have to be mindful of it you still have to like maybe you still need some reminders here or there but you can make that like the second then you can bring your focus to the next step what does the next step look like maybe um maybe if you've decided that reading every day is is your mental health goal maybe you piggyback that onto getting enough sleep so now you're looking at getting eight ish hours of sleep we'll just use the number eight i know it's not realistic for everybody um something that i heard and i can't remember where i heard this but piggybacking your habits onto things that are already routine in your life is going to make this a little bit easier so pick something that you already have incorporated into your day so if that 15 minutes of reading is seamless into your day piggyback going to bed right after that to get your eight hours of sleep if you already read every night before bed change the time a little bit read before bed just as you always do maybe you start reading a little bit earlier put the book down go to sleep a really good example of this too um is if you wake up every morning and you make a pot of coffee every morning every morning that's what you do you just like get out of bed brush your teeth go and make a pot of coffee if you're trying to drink more water into your day I'm sorry, if you're trying to drink more water in your day, you already know that you're getting up to drink or, oh my gosh, you are getting up to make your pot of coffee and you're trying to incorporate drinking water while you are making that pot of coffee, which you already do, grab a glass of water, piggyback it into something that you do on the regular. If um, eating however many meals a day, this is something that I do with my clients a lot is setting alarms to eat mm-hmm. at a certain time every day just to like get into eating three four five times a day if so you get up in the morning you brush your teeth first step while you're brushing your teeth set your alarms piggyback them and and align them with something that you already do this way you're already in the motion of whatever you you typically do and adding something new in is going to feel a little bit less resent or like with a little bit less re- resistance. I am struggling. <laughs> um, Words make sentences. <laughs> sentences make paragraphs. Oh, it's like big building a habit right there. <laughs> um, but yes, the point is like if pick a habit that you already do that is already seamless in your day and piggyback a new habit onto it. That way, when it comes to doing this new habit it's associated with a habit that you already have and so it's like a little bit of a reminder um it's a it's a cue whether it's a visual cue or a physical cue um find little little areas where you can do that yeah absolutely like when it comes to habits you don't want to try to incorporate 17 different things at once it gets way too complicated it gets way too overwhelming and 
again, this comes back to doing one thing great versus a hundred things half-assed, right? If you are implementing habits, like you said, like if you know when you wake up in the morning, you're going to make a pot of coffee, you have five, 10 minutes while that coffee is being made to drink a glass of water. Maybe two. <laughs> or maybe use that time to pack your lunch and breakfast for the day. Sure. Have that food readily available so that when you go to work or when you go to school, you know that your meals are already prepped, which is habit you've already built, but that food is going to be readily accessible mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had a thought. And now she just gone. Wah, wah. I know. And it was such a good one. I hate when this happens. Um, anyways. Um, when it, the other thing to keep in mind too is again, going back to like that, these things are going to take time. We're also talking about like physical time in your day. So find areas in your day where you have five, 10, 15 minutes, an hour to sacrifice, whether that's that time that you typically spend just mindlessly scrolling or sitting and watching Netflix. If there are things that you want to be doing in your day, you are going to have to sacrifice some of that time that you do being mindless. There's nothing wrong with having those that time in your day to just like detach from whatever's going on, um, a distraction, winding down, whatever that looks like. But if you want to see changes, you're going to have to sacrifice those three hours of Netflix that you watch before bed. I'm not saying you can't watch the Netflix before bed, but you're going to have to sacrifice some of that time, whether it's for a workout or cooking your meals or reading your book or doing your meditation or journaling. You can pick five, 10, 15 minutes out of your day to to start incorporating the things that you truly do want in your day. And trust me, yeah, it like it feels good to just binge watch the latest series on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Like that absolutely feels good. But in that time that you're spending watching this TV, what are you doing for your benefit? Yeah, it might be a positive mental health boost for the day and that's okay. But if you are consistently doing that seven days a week, how are we benefiting our health and overall wellness, right? And if you're sitting there like watching these things and the whole time you're scrolling through Instagram being like, oh, wow, I I wish I looked like this Instagram model or I wish I was, I could lift as much as whoever, like you're not working towards it just by thinking about it. It is going to come with sacrifice and it is going to come with change and it is going to come with resistance. That's part of it. But I promise you, I promise you, I pinky promise you through this microphone, it will get easier and you will not miss out on that time wasted. I'm going to call it wasted time because realistically you're not doing anything with that time. Sometimes that wasted time feels good and sometimes we need it. I definitely need a day on the couch where I literally do not move every once in a while. But I sacrifice time throughout the day to, to bring a balance between it all. Like, yes, I'm, I'm, I sacrifice five, 10 minutes here to make my meals, prep my meals, make my own breakfast, like whatever that looks like, or even just setting out that five, 10, 15 minutes to sit down and read my book. Like you, it comes with sacrifice, but it doesn't need to be the all or nothing sacrifice. You don't need to do everything all at once. You don't need to change your entire day. Start with little things. When we say the term sacrifice, I feel, and I might be wrong in this. You're wrong. Probably. But (laughs) I feel like the term sacrifice almost has like a negative spin on things. When people hear the word sacrifice, automatically they get a little guarded. They get a little defensive. Like, what? I got to give up something to gain something? Sacrifice is not a bad thing. Sacrifice is not the end of the world sacrificing three hours of netflix to go grocery shopping to maybe get a 20 minute walk in and have a good meal 
sacrificing those three hours of Netflix for those things that are going to benefit you in the long run is not a bad thing. Don't take the word sacrifice and feel guarded. Feel like you're giving up a part of you, a piece of you. You're just enhancing your life by sacrificing these things that at the end of the day, they don't serve you. They don't benefit you. Brandon Blondeau said this perfectly. Actually, if you listen to episode five, our interview with Brandon Blondeau. If you haven't listened to it, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Why are you on episode six? No, but he, um, I I wish I could quote it directly, but he said, is it sacrificing if you are swapping it out for doing something that you actually love? Like if, and I, and that hit me so hard because it doesn't, it might feel like work. It might feel like you have to drag yourself to the gym. It might feel like you have to drag yourself to the grocery store. But is it sacrificing your time if it is serving you? Loved that. Loved that so much. Good job, Blondo. You did good. You did one thing right. <laughs> you did good, kid. Um, here's the other thing that I want to touch on. Um, is And I, I'm, I am the queen of a lot of things. And one of them is cheating the fucking system. Mm. I, I, can, I, can, I can talk myself into or out of pretty much anything if it'll get me what I want in that moment. If you hadn't been a paramedic, you should have become a fucking lawyer. I should have been a lawyer. Probably should have. Yeah. We'd be a lot richer. You should go back to school. You should go back to school. I already am. What are you going to do? stuff (laughs) (laughs) we're not ready to share that little tidbit yet no we'll just leave that little hidden nugget in here yeah we'll leave it (laughs) okay well when you're done all of your years of schooling we can discuss me being a lawyer okay if you guys think that i could be a good lawyer you better give this episode a five-star review there's the plug right there (laughs) but no it's true and um i was when i got my nutrition certificate uh, or my nutrition coaching um, certificate and i started doing this I really started to pay attention to the changes that I wanted to make in my life. And because I, I've done the education behind being a nutrition coach, I struggled for a very long time and I still do. I still haven't perfected this, but I really struggled with, um, incorporating new things because I always knew how to like get around it. Like, does that make sense? Like Mm -hmm. instead of like, you knew the loopholes. I knew the loopholes. You knew the loopholes. And so I would just, I would constant. I was always unsuccessful because I knew the loopholes. I'd be like, well, I didn't get all my workouts in, but like I did three out of four and I didn't eat like a trash panda this week. So like, do I really need to do that one last work? Like I would figure it out. I would manipulate it in my brain and I would figure out where the back door is and I would get there every single time. Don't you dare. Um, <laughs> <Hey>, back door. <laughs> um, but if you know that you're going to, if you set this goal for yourself, maybe you've set this goal for yourself multiple times. Maybe this has always been your goal and you've just never been successful getting there. Figure out where you're cheating. And there's two ways you can go about this. The first way, stop fucking cheating. If you're not getting the results that you want and all you do is cheat, don't fucking cheat. I don't know how to say that in nicer ways. The other thing you can do is change the path that you are taking to just get you straight to the back door and make that work for you. Make that like you're going to cheat the system anyways. You're going to cheat how you get there. Like if you know that if you tell yourself that you're not going to eat out at all this week, but you know that you have plans with your friends on Thursday to go out for dinner what you're fucking cheating the system how are you going to keep yourself accountable to that goal if you already know it's not going to work or if you know that if you say I'm not going to eat out at all this week but you know that you're there's that one day throughout the week that you just you never have the energy to for us this is either our first day off or our last day off after Mm -hmm. we've meal prepped one of those days we typically do order in because we're just gassed yeah so give that to yourself make that work make that fit into the game plan like don't cheat yourself you're only cheating yourself that's the only person that's and don't build your game plan around that one singular day build your game plan first 
but have that contingency that on this day, I'm going to have that quote unquote cheat day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like build the foundations, but you know, have a rec room. <laughs> Just build it in. Like yeah. you, if you don't have to be 100 all the time, back to the all or nothing conversation. Like it doesn't have to be 100% all the time. You can, you can fit in those little changes. You can fit in those grace periods. Give them to yourself. Oh my gosh, guys. Like I can't tell you how many times I have to tell people like you are allowed to give yourself these little nuggets. You are allowed to give yourself these little pockets of joy. You are allowed to give yourself and it will still count as a win. If you planned to eat out on Sunday and you did everything else right that week and you ate out on Sunday, if that was part of the plan, it's a fucking win. Fitness and wellness should not be something you roll your eyes at and completely dread, which is why I hate like, which is why I hate the terms like, oh, I'm going to reward myself with this cheat meal. Those two words, reward and cheat, like it just, it sets, it makes my teeth itch <laughs> like because you're not rewarding yourself and you're not cheating you were giving yourself the chance to be a fucking human. Like, yeah, you you can't, it can't be, it, it can't be fucking chicken, rice, and broccoli all the time. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. We've, we've also mentioned, like, I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. about eating out and, like, cheat meals as, as a specific example, but this can apply to a lot of things. But if you do not allow yourself to eat out, if you don't allow yourself to like whatever that looks like, you're going to miss out on so much and you're going to hold this resentment. You're going to hold frustration. And then when you do eat out, you're going to feel like you have fucked up and you have to start all over again. It's just because you fuck up one time or you don't, or the plan doesn't go as it was or an injury happens or something happens. Like you're not starting over. Yeah, you're not. And it's just like, it's just like having that, that more decadent meal. It's not cheating by adding these negative words, these negative terms to these things that make you fucking human. Like you're just, it's setting yourself up. It's setting yourself up for failure. You shouldn't have to put these labels on it. You shouldn't have to make it a a reward meal or a cheat meal. They're just part of your everyday you are you are just human. You're allowed to be human. You're allowed to have those more decadent meals. It's not a cheat and it's not a reward. It's something that you've planned for yourself. It's something that is part of your day. Now, if these meals, these more decadent meals are having happening 7 days a week, well, we need to just rethink things just a little bit. But don't automatically put a negative spin on these words. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are, we want to give you guys some examples of like habits that you can incorporate. Um, And these are smaller ones. These are just smaller little things that you can incorporate throughout your day. And even if you just pick one of these, start there and then build on it. And there is a very freaking long list of these things, but we're just going to start with some small ones. So this can look like maybe your goal or your habit that you want to incorporate is getting your daily steps in eight to 10,000 steps every day for the next seven days. Maybe this is drinking enough water, two to three liters every day. Maybe this is the grocery shopping. Maybe this is getting your grocery shopping in. This can be a longer one. Grocery shopping once a week for a month. Um, If you want to look at your protein intake, figure out if you are eating enough protein, um, you can shoot me a message. We can figure out that math together. Um, getting your fruits and vegetables in. Maybe your goal is to, and you can track and track these things. Figure out a tracking system. Maybe there are so many like habit apps that you can download. Ooh, this is something we should touch on. In order to be successful with your habit, you have to be able to track it. You have to be able to look back and see, was I successful in this? Have I been successful with this? Is this working for me? If it's not working, change it. Make it smaller, break it down, whatever that looks like for you. So um, maybe 
daily journaling or reading or meditation um for us ladies out there like maybe it's doing your skincare at night and in the morning um a great one You're right because i'm not gonna give a skincare routine oh, like you, you don't even fucking wash your face you let the shampoo just drip over your face and yeah. you're good to go i hate men yeah like every single female out there listening to this right now like you can i know you feel me like i i i'm getting you to moisturize your face that was a habit we had to work on. And the only reason you do it now is because you don't want to get yelled at. But I don't care. Okay? <laughs> but like, it's somewhat stuck, I guess. It, you do, There are lots of times where you will, like, shave your face. And then I will turn and look at you. And you will be like, I already moisturized. <laughs> so maybe that's what, maybe you need to get a girlfriend to yell at you to, to get these things, like, into your daily routine. It works. Um, a bedtime routine. This is a fun one because put a little sticky note on your mirror. Write it down. Write down like what your bedtime routine is going to look like or what your skincare routine is going to look like and check it off as you go. Get seven check marks next to your routines. Um, maybe your the habit that you want to incorporate is putting your workout gear out in the mornings so that like when you get home, it's right there and it's in your face. You get dressed for work or wherever you're going for that day. And as you're getting dressed, pull out your workout clothes. Put them where you're going to see them. Put them by the front door. Put them in your car. Get your gym bag out. Whatever that looks like. There's so many different things that you can do and just slowly start to build on them. If it's meal prepping, write down on the calendar what days you're going to meal prep. The keys to this, the keys to being successful when it comes to incorporating habits are make it trackable and and track it i don't i don't care how you do it if you want to i mean we have a calendar on the wall we have a like week breakdown calendar on the fridge that we use for like our meal prepping um again there's habit apps calendars in your phone like make it trackable maybe you keep a journal i don't give a shit what it looks like just whatever's trackable for you yeah and i know for me and this is for me personally, but it doesn't mean it has to work for you. But if it does, great. But I know for me, like, I was I was less adherent to my goals and tracking if I did it on my phone versus just having that calendar there. Because I would physically have to walk up to the calendar and look. <laughs> and I would have to physically, I'd have to see something tangible, right? Yeah, it might be easy to pull out my phone, but when I, like look at my phone, there's a million other things that I have to do on there, right? Like there's emails, there is um, social media, there are notes for this podcast, for social media captions. Reddit, for, you're talking about Reddit. You get lost Reddit. in Reddit. I get lost in Reddit too, but like there's so many different things and the last thing on that to-do list is my habit tracking app. Like I said, this this is something for me personally, but when I saw it on the calendar, like my macros were on the calendar, the meals that we had prepped were on the calendar. Those little things, a little love note from Brooke to the three of us, like <laughs> those little things, right? But those little things I could tangibly see that I could walk up to that I had to go out of my way to see and to acknowledge those things worked for me more. So maybe that's something you need to start off with. If you associate your phone with social media, with games, with this fucking wordle shit. I don't even know what that I is. I don't even know what that is. I don't know, but a lot of people are asking for help and I'm like, I can't help because I don't know what the fuck is going on. But like those little things, when it comes to habit tracking, those things can easily get pushed to the side. So have, go old school, right? I love that. I'm such an, like, it, a daily planner. I know there are so many, maybe not you, but. We have like a million of them and they all belong to you. I know, I know. <laughs> um, it's, I think it's a female thing, um, but yeah, like, figure out what it, what works well for you. It's funny because um, I just posted on the Instagram how I am incorporating my habits is I've actually started changing my lock screen on my phone. And it says like, it says a date. So from, for example, like mine is broken down to eight days. So the one currently we're going to expose us a little bit here. So we are currently recording on February 4th. So my calendar is from February 5th, or sorry, my lock screen is from February 5th to the 12th. And I have 
my goals like for this week is 8,000 steps a day, three workouts in that time frame, finish my book, one assault bike session, I'm a psychopath, and seven hours of sleep every night. Like it is, yes, it's on my phone, but every freaking time I look at my phone, it's there. And this has worked so well for me, especially when it comes to like reading my book. Like I will, how many times do I pull out my phone to like kill time? And I'm like, "Mm, I could kill time by reading my book also. So whatever it looks like for you. Um, And then a timeline. That's the other important thing here. You have to make, you. it has to be within a set time frame. Otherwise you'll just be doing the same thing forever. And you have to push yourself a little bit. You have to give yourself those parameters so that you can say at the end of that timeline, like, yes, I was successful. No, I wasn't successful. And then you have the opportunity to reevaluate why was this successful? Why wasn't this successful? So make it trackable, set a timeline, make it realistic. Don't, don't do crazy ass shit. If you're going to tell me that you're going to run a marathon by the end of next week, no, it's not going to happen. It's just not like maybe it will because you've run marathons before, but whatever. <laughs> Be realistic with with these habits and make sure that they are serving you. Um, last week is a good example. I on my lock screen, I said that I was going to track my macros and I knew even putting that in, it wasn't going to be realistic for me last week. And that's OK that it's not. But I put it on there and I set myself up for failure, knowing that I wasn't going to achieve that. So I'm not saying pick something that you like don't pick something that you already consistently do make it a bit of a challenge but don't make it unreachable right don't set yourself up for failure if you know that goal is not going to be a hundred percent right um like i could easily say i'm going to lose 20 pounds by the end of next week sure i can say it but the reality is it's probably not going to happen unless i do some horrible shit to my body yeah don't do that so That's what we got for this episode. I know we've touched on a lot of these things before, but we really wanted to just like hone in on this because the world out there right now and the illusion, especially with social media, is that things can happen now and things can happen fast. And we just wanted to really bring to light that things take time and they take work and they take consistency. And I'm I'm sorry that it's, it's not as fast as an email. So we hope that Something along here brought brought a little bit of excitement for you guys. Something felt attainable. I hope that you pulled something from here that you know you can achieve. Um, if you want to share your lock screens, I'm here for that. I'm like, I love that. Um, but also don't forget to take a screenshot of you listening to this episode. We will throw you into a monthly giveaway and... We just really appreciate you guys listening. The other thing you can do is leave us like a review or you can drop some stars on Spotify to let people know that you like us and we will chat next week. All right, guys, with that, we're going to close out this episode. We appreciate all the love and support and we hope you guys keep listening. We hope you keep tuning in. We got lots of great content still on the way. And we hope you take something away from this episode. So until next week, guys, we will catch you on the next episode of RL Talks.